Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan and Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Bye, sisters. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Bye. 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 Uh, <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hi. Brendan, are you a Kim? Are you a Kyle? Are you a Kath? I'm a Kath. As, as should you. This week's episode is sponsored by patreon.com slash comethroughqueen or comethroughqueen.com. Please go join us there. We have a lot of fun content up and a lot of fun content coming your way. Yeah, uh, the pre-show is just a great way to ease your way into all the serious topics we cover here right. on the regular Come Through, Come Through Queen episode. Um, in other news, I heard that we're not getting the Beverly Hills trailer for at least a month. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because Erica was on Watch What Happens Live just the other night. I know, be- just because she's in New York? Yeah. Are we going to go see her? Yeah, we okay. have to. I mean, we're running out of time. I will say, did I, I posted this in the Come Through Queen group. It was actually as I was leaving recording last week. I got off the subway and the train I take from here... I get off on the same street as where Chicago is, and I literally was walking right up to Chicago, yeah. and I saw what er- I saw Erica Jane's car pull away, and all of the fans who were there from the stage door disperse. Yeah. Uh, there's also an amazing <laughs> review of her performance in Chicago <laughs> in our Facebook community. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm not remembering who wrote it right now off the top of my head, but an iconic line from the review is that she is not in danger of getting an EGOT anytime soon. Perfect. She's not in danger, girl. Uh, so, but despite that, I still do want to go. We, we have until March 29th. Okay. I've been listening to Spotify does best of years. And for some reason, I've been back in 2017. Mm. And I've been listening to a lot of expensive because of that. Ooh, yeah. I mean, expensive is one of three... <clears throat> Bravo songs that are on the, they look like they're going to make the cut for the final wedding playlist. Oh God! Yeah, that's psycho. Um, 
So what else? Should we get into the news? Let's get into the news. There's a lot of news this week. Okay. The Bee is back. The Bee is back. This is from The Hollywood Reporter. Bethany Frankel is returning to her reality TV roots with a competition series at HBO Max. The skinny girl founder and former Real Housewives of New York City star will will star in uh, an eight-episode series called The Big Shot with Bethany, in which aspiring business moguls compete for a job on Frankel's executive team. The Apprentice-like show hails from MGM TV, Mark Burnett, and Frankel's Be Real Productions. Jennifer O'Connell, executive VP of Original Nonfiction and Kids Programming at HBO Max, said Wednesday in a statement, I first met Bethany when I put her on the first season of The Real Housewives of New York City, and she's always both impressed and entertained me. It's incredible to see her empire continue to grow, and I know that candidates will be clamoring to work for her. Myself included, by the way. Wow. Uh, Bethany added... Aside from motherhood, what truly defines me as a person is being a driven, passionate, and hardworking woman determined to make the impossible possible. My mantra is to come from a place of yes. Wow. Can we say, after all these years, wow. a place of yes. Buy it on Amazon, I guess. <laughs> um, and to find and create the solution. I am the executor of visions, and I share an, and impart that information to those who work with me. MGM has been neck in neck with me with ideas and their execution. I couldn't be more thrilled to continue my long-standing relationship with Mark Burnett on the series and pay this American dream forward. A premiere date for the big shot hasn't been set. Wow. It's at least going to be May because I think that's when HBO Max actually starts. You mean at the earliest May? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I, I... I don't think there's been rumblings of filming or anything. Right. So I feel like we have a wait ahead of us. Right. Also, HBO Max is like 16 bucks. Okay. But we were discussing this before. That sounds like you get regular HBO with it. Okay. But a lot of people already have it, so aren't you going to have to pay extra? I, it just doesn't... This way we're going with all these streaming services is really too much. It's tough. And, and, and I, the, want, I want one of our presidential fucking candidates to have a plan for how we're going to stop that. Yeah. I mean, we are actually going to touch on this again. Another streaming, another premium channel that we need to subscribe to for our content. I do got to say, Europe has something going on. With the Hey You. Hey You. With the Hey You app or streaming service or whatever it's called. Because they, they seem to curate everything we care about. Every in one like place. reality show. Yeah. Why can't we have that? Yeah, give us Hey You. <laughs> Did that get lost with Brexit? Do they still have it after Brexit? Um, I would say probably yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, they still want to make money. Right. So will you be watching this Bethany show? Will you be applying to compete on it? I will apply. Actually, I, like, I feel... Should I apply? Yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, I would like to work with her. Do you feel like you have something to offer? I do. Okay. Listen, this Patreon didn't get off the ground by itself, baby. And I sure as hell didn't help. <laughs> uh, Actually, though, I did name the mm. um, levels, so... Well, yeah, yeah. Very proud of you. I'm the creative minds. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I would... Like, I do respect Bethany as, like, a hustler, a go-getter. And, like, we do have to remember, mm. 
where she got her start was on the Martha Stewart Apprentice. Mm -hmm. So this is truly like a full circle moment. Yeah, with Mark Burnett. With Mark Burnett, who like we don't love in this household. Right, but he's obviously been searching for something just to recycle The Apprentice with since that failed Arnold Schwarzenegger version. Yeah, that was so bad. With Kyle Richards and Snooki. Yeah. I mean, like, they were good, but... And an appearance by Alaska. Do you remember that episode? And was Andy Cohen in this or no? No. Like, did he do a drive-by? Yeah. I don't... Supporting I don't Kyle. Know. I can't remember, like, which housewife he supported. You? He, oh, no, he supported Brandy on Celebrity Apprentice. No, Celebrity he, Big Brother. But he also, he also like, sh- popped up in An Apprentice, I want to say. I want to say it was NeNe. It was definitely in New York. Yeah. And I, you know what's... Thing is coming to my brain was there used to be this like weird like not a pastry shop but like something like a pancake a pancake <laughs> store right next to where Colbert shoots yeah yeah and it was like they were doing something out of there yeah was it Nini or could, Teresa it, it might have been Teresa okay anyways so yeah no I but then like your counterpoint is am I a HBO Max subscriber I'm not sure I don't know. TBD. I don't... I haven't subscribed to any of the new ones yet. Hopefully, if I'm cast... You get it for free? They give me, like, a login. <laughs> or or screeners? Screeners. Yeah, screeners. That sounds right. Oh, and you would love to watch yourself. No. Yes. I mean, I have to go through the pain of listening to us. You love it. I, from what I hear, word on the street, word on Alex, her s- streets are that you are giggling away when you're listening, when you're editing. <laughs> Is that exposing you? I mean, like, I would hope so, right? I don't know. No? Okay. I, I wouldn't even listen to my, when we recorded that thing back, remember? the Like a couple weeks oh, ago? Oh, the ads, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, wow. Okay. So to go, like, sort of... to. Take a far corner. Can you handle this? It's this just, is hard. You don't think I can handle no, it? No, like it's emotionally challenging. Okay. Yeah, do it. I can handle it. Okay. This is from People Magazine. Simon Barney is facing a new reality these days, far from any Bravo cameras. The father of three, who was married to Real Houses of Orange County star Tamara Judge for 13 years before they split in 2011, has been diagnosed with stage three throat cancer. Simon said with a laugh, I'm a private person despite what my time on reality TV might say, but I wanted to speak before someone else does and uses their words, not mine, and to speak out about it so others can see that I've taken this fight on with optimism and the good this has ultimately brought to my life. I think everything happens for a reason. I think your destiny is pretty much set for you, and you're here to learn lessons. This has been a tough desi- or tough lesson for me, and I'm hoping it can be a lesson for others too. Uh, He first started experiencing symptoms in May when he noticed his salivary glands were swollen out of one side. Initially, doctors thought it was just an infection, but an ultrasound and biopsy found other areas were affected too, including the side of Barney's neck, and the final diagnosis was cancer. The follow-up appointment, accompanied by his fiancée of nine years, um, Katishia Ayani, with... New top doctors found that the cancer had spread into Barney's throat, tonsils, and lymph nodes. They considered surgery, but a biopsy showed the cancer was too spread out. A second and third opinion produced the same results. Barney would need to go through the dual treatment of chemo and radiation. Which is like hardcore. Right. 
So his ex-wife Tamara said to people, quote, he told me the news and we both literally started crying. I just couldn't believe it. My first thought was I don't want to take my kids to their dad's funeral. And immediately any ill feelings between the two of us just vanished. At the end of the day, none of that matters. All we have to do is rally together to make it through this. The conversation changed things in Barney's family, which had been struggling in recent years. Judge and her daughter, Sydney, began communicating again, as have Barney and his son, Spencer, after years of estrangement. Barney also has seen an increase in, con- in contact with Ryan Weiss, 34, Judge's son from a previous relationship. Simon added... It's kind of like a new beginning for me and my family. It's really brought everyone closer together. When I told Tamara, she said she cried for like two or three days. Things changed in our relationship from there in a good way. We're all getting along in ways that we haven't in years. And she's become uh, close with my fiance. And the shift carried across the board with my kids too. That's why that's what I always wanted my fiance. The same thing. She's always wanted that with my ex-wife for the kit. And for the kids, the kids would prefer if we all get along and they see that now and it has a, such a powerful effect. So that's sweet. I mean, I, I, good comes from bad. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, the newsworthy part of this <clears throat> in terms of like us as like people who have been watching the drama of this relationship. Is that they're now good. Yeah. Which... I'm kind of surprised it took this long. It took this long and it really did take getting off camera, right? Yeah, well, so then that's the other thing is that there's been talk about, <clears throat> if you remember the Instagram live, mm-hmm. Andy hinted that something is going on in Tamara's life that she needs to focus on. Right. And it's obviously this. Right. Um, and I think it also makes sense in terms of the fact that Almost all the kids are of legal adulthood age Mm -hmm. where the child custody stuff doesn't come into play anymore. Right. You would think as they all do, I think there's only one child who's still a minor. Mm -hmm. Like that becomes less and less important. Right, right, right. And it's more important to just like... Get along. Get along. Yeah. And I can't believe Simon's been together with his fiance for nine years. Yeah. Such a long time. I wonder how long have Eddie and Tamara been together for? Probably around the same, same time. Same thing, yeah. I guess it's just different because we... We see that relationship. Yeah, we've yeah. seen it. Uh, one note, Tamara posted a photo with Gina and saying that like they had been out golfing or something like that, playing tennis or something. So this thing with Tamara's maybe mm. doing three episodes might be coming true. Mm. I don't know. We do know that they're probably filming right now. Right. And also there's that thing, like they had started filming and then she was fired slash quit, right? Because she was photographed being filmed at like a monster truck rally or something similar. Yes. 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 Pet Shop Boy told us about that. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we have to stay tuned for that. Watch what happens. I guess that's why they call it that. I okay. guess I can read something seriously. Hello. I know, I know. I just thought like you might just start like breaking down in tears or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to some Drag Race news. Which feels crazy coming at this moment right now. Right. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5 moving to Showtime. <laughs> 
Okay, let me let me get us through from the Hollywood Reporter. RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars will migrate to Showtime in the summer for what the premium cable outlet is calling a quote unquote special edition of the series. The eight episode All Star season is set to premiere June fifth. It will follow the heels of Drag Race's twelfth season on VH1, which premieres February twenty eighth, and will also be used to promote the Showtime, uh, which will also be used to pro- promote the Showtime All Star season. The move is the latest crossover of a property from one Viacom CBS network to another. Showtime Entertainment President Jaina Winograd said, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is a culture-defining show that fits perfectly within the contemporary programming Showtime offers in both scripted and unscripted. We are excited to take advantage of our relationship with our new sister company, VH1, to present a special edition of this sensational series and bring it Bring its passionate and robust fan base. Uh, it's the latest example of how we can leverage our combined portfolio to provide new experiences for our, our audience. Sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that the Showtime season of All-Stars Drag Race is the only one planned for now, but there's possibility for more in the future. <clears throat> Showtime says there's substantial overlap between RuPaul's Drag Race audience and Showtime viewers. Drag Race does strong business as a download-to-own property, and Showtime is hoping to convert some of those customers to subscribers. VH1, meanwhile, will continue to expand the Drag Race franchise with a celebrity version due later in the year. I almost forgot about the celebrity version. <clears throat> yeah. Has it been? Has any of it been filmed yet? I thought we had a speculated cast. Maybe. It's so hard to tell nowadays, now that they're doing UK as well, and like... It's all jumbled and like... Well, also we get like Barbara Kay at the World of Wonder Studios. I know. Like who knows with She her. is the celebrity. Could you, ima- could you <laughs> I, imagine? Could you imagine like sh- she wins? <laughs> <laughs> That's like our fan... The Comfy Queen fan fiction, right? Um, one thing I, on like a kind of serious note about this is like there's the conversation about access to the show and the people who watch mm. and the people who like kind of need the show in a way, not, not need it as you like don't mm. necessarily need it entertainment, but the who show benefit from it, who benefit from it. The show has been an important thing for like young queer youth. And like, I, I, it, it's interesting to see if like, it'll be more difficult for them to gain access to it. I, I do think not that like, that is a very fair point, but back when it was on logo, like, a lot of people don't have logo, right? One thousand percent. So it's like we it's like we took two steps forward and then a step back, right? At the very least, right? And and there's also I think with this kind of show, this is the kind of show that if people don't have access to it, they will find a way to get access oh, yeah, to it for sure, like illegal downloads and all that kind of stuff, or like their parents login. Yeah, their parents log in. <laughs> if you is don't it, have access, I have a Showtime. If um, anyone needs access, but you isn't can that what, my like life. so many people do with HBO? Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, my aunt texted me the other day. <laughs> She's like, "I want to watch Big Little Lies. Can you send me your login?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, the 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 tables have turned." I know, and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. HBO, if you're listening, I didn't actually say that. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. yeah, you would never. I would never. Never break the rules like that. Wow. Are you kidding? Um, I, it, it's also strange to have set in stone the timeline that we are about to go on. Right. Like, we know we are with this new season 12 family through, essentially, June. like, Memorial Day. Right. That's interesting. Another interesting thing is, this is starting in June. Mm-hmm. 
Pride Month, obviously, mm-hmm. which makes sense thematically for us. But I was I read something somewhere, or I heard I think I heard Willem talk about how when Drag Race lands during Pride Month, it becomes like like the some of the queens end up like losing money because like mm-hmm. time spent at important Pride gigs, they have to do promo or stuff like that. Well, I think maybe it's even. <clears throat> More so, like, you're going to get booked during Pride. Right. So, it's better for you to be busy off Pride season. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, like, if they could be flying to, like, a Pride gig in Louisville, Kentucky, they might miss out on that paycheck Mm -hmm. because they have to do promo with... Yeah. I guess now Showtime in New York City yeah. or whatever. I gotta release the video that comes out the episode you get kicked off. Yeah, like Access Hollywood has to like we have to sit with Access Hollywood be interviewed. Mm-hmm. I feel like the all remember the All Stars two promo tour for some reason that was really fun because they were like out and about in New York City mm-hmm. and I think they went to the VMAs and they all dressed as like mm-hmm. iconic VMAs moments. Yeah, Roxy Andrews is there and she's here to, to make, make it clear. clear. <laughs> I mean, when there's a will, there's a way, and we'll <laughs> tune in. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm tuning in. I already confirmed that Jamie Missy has Showtime in her house. Mm. Um, that's where we're... It's on Fridays again, so I finally, like, it can finally be, like, enjoyable for me, like I said. I know. Alex and I have found a local bar that we... Minis? <laughs> I went there today. Yeah, just have minis. I scoped it out. I, I guess they must have a back room or something with TVs, because they don't have any TVs in the main... Like the main area, yeah. In the back of in the back of the bar, there's like in a the back of the bar area. Yeah, maybe. happy hour ends at seven. Yeah, great. The bartender was really nice. I will say. I know. Like when we went there, he was like, "What's going on? What, like, let me recommend this." Mm-hmm. You know, a nice little nice little neighborhood spot. Yeah. Are you wow. gonna have to bleep out us saying minis? <laughs> I, whatever. <laughs> Like, were they, are you going to come, like, stab me, <laughs> the listeners? I hope not. Meet and greet. Uh, let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll be back with Atlanta, Pump Rules, Jersey, and Summer Should Be Fun. And we're back with Atlanta. Nini is once again getting a paycheck this week. She's back. Finally. And then he is back. Uh, is it like, is it that a good thing or is it a bad thing? <clears throat> I felt better about this episode with her than I had all season. Right. But it's like, it's not her. It's the scenarios, I think. Mm. It's like, one of the most interesting things was her dipping salsa into a wine glass at Whaley, uh, Bailey Wine yeah. Cellar. Let's get to the Bailey Wine Cellar. Uh, great to be promoting a small business. Is this actually a business? I like don't get it. <laughs> Do you think it's a set? I don't. I also don't get it. It's not set up like any wine place I've been before. It's like, is it a, is it a wine shop or a wine like uh, you go and have wine? I think it's a wine shop. Okay, so... but I think it's a wine shop that serves food. Okay, like, like a not like food, food, but like a cheese board. Okay, so you do sit and have wine. It's a wine. It's a wine bar. I mean, it's a wine bar slash wine shop. 
I know, but like you probably know better than me what is happening down in Atlanta. I mean, is this happening? I don't think this is. I don't think whatever this is is happening. Are the streets talking the, about, I, <laughs> <laughs> about Bailey Wine Cellar? <laughs> but like we, when you enter the space, it's like there's a big island yeah. thing. I, I mean, I can't tell you about the architecture. Are there shelves below that island with like wine on display? Sure, each and every day. <sighs> So how did we like get here? Who Cynthia invited her post Toronto? Yeah, so Cynthia sent Nini a bottle of wine mm. with a from, note from the cellar. With a note saying like, "Thank you so much for the beautiful tre- cheese play mm. trays, rather." Yeah. Um, and it was like some like weird invite like to come to the cellar. Yeah. A- an above ground mm. cellar. so nini arrives in a signature white t-shirt kimono look look and she is coming in like full ryan murphy acting school of acting Mm -hmm. ready to play drag right cynthia's like I know you like salsa. (laughs) So so I poured some into a wine glass. (laughs) Beautiful. I mean, like, can the chip scoop properly in a wine glass? It's like such a weird thing to do. It's like you have to do Mm. I'm demonstrating with a literal wine glass and a pretzel. It's like you have a gas station pretzel. Yeah, you have to like do something weird with your fingers to actually do it. It does require some acrobatics. Mm Mm-hmm. And which is probably why we didn't see the salsa level go down too much during this showdown. And it was too much salsa between the two of them. Like, you mm. should have had one wine glass if you're doing it. Mm-mm. It's just a waste of salsa. What are you going to do? What do you do with salsa that you've poured into a bowl? She just chugs it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I miss? I miss the salsa that I used we used to have before we recorded. Mm. I forget the brand. Can't even shout no. it out. <laughs> It was like such a great it had corn in it. Mm. Okay, I'll 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 take care of that. Okay, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> so I mean the the meat of the conversation is that Cynthia really doesn't give a shit, and Nini is trying to like do like a little like pretending that she cares slash get back in good graces somehow. I know it's the problem with these shows. It falls apart when someone doesn't give a shit because you have to give a shit. The point of this show is giving a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that should actually be the tagline for housewives. We give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Cynthia doesn't give a shit. You're supposed to give a shit about everything. Cynthia's really falling from grace in my eyes between last week. I know last week and the thingy with the chills daughter. I know. And I, and we discussed it and I, I think we both had strong feelings about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the feelings aren't like reverberating in the community, like not our community, but in like the greater Bravo Housewives Bravo. community. Yeah, that could be a lot of things. Mm. Okay. Um. What else? Oh, so then Nini like goes outside to cry. She listened to Kelly Catrone. Yeah. When you need to cry, go outside. Yeah. It's always like shocking when they're in like a weird shopping center, you know, because it's like I'm used to like New York Mm. and like when you go outside, you're on like the street, the bustling city streets. It's a little more dramatic, but like 
You're like in a under a streetlight in the corner. Well, I mean, it's much like New Jersey where we're always in a strip mall. I know. Or at rails. Yeah, yeah. But Cynthia chases after her. <clears throat> and then they come to some, like, amends. It's like, well, we're going to try to fix our relationship with knowing that we'll never be what we were. Yeah. Which is such a cynical way to, like, mend a friendship, right? Yeah. Did we get this in this episode the flashback to the friendship contract? I think so. Maybe, probably. Oh, what a great moment! Yeah, one of Cynthia's best moments. That and the salsa in the wine glasses will go down in history together. I feel like yeah, together. <laughs> so that's great. Um, and then we go from that to a little, a, a slight confrontation between Cynthia and Kenya. So yeah, it was Cynthia coming over to uh, what's it called, Moore Manor. Moore Manor. Um, down that hill. Down the hill. I guess so. I guess there's a gate in front of Moore Manor. So when Cynthia, Cynthia was like, "I'm through the gate," she called her when she was in her driveway. Yeah, yeah. Which is like what? The, I mean, the grade of that driveway is very dangerous. What do you mean? The what? The grade, like like uh, the slope. Yeah, the slope. Did I ever tell you this? <laughs> what? I don't. You've know. been to Moore Manor? No, but I've been one time. It's very far gone, mm. so I feel okay saying about yeah. something about it. Um, if my sister's listening, don't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> I was leaving. I had a girlfriend. I had a girl I dated. <gasps> it between was this your Harry Potter lover? Probably. She was between. It was between freshman and sophomore year in college. I came out early sophomore year of college. Oh no, it's not. I, I'm talking about your Harry Potter like chat room level. Oh no, 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 no. I, this was a IRL person. Harry Potter lover. <laughs> well, I I was like, yeah, maybe because I think we tailgated for one of the Harry Potter books together. Jesus Christ. Anyways, she she lived. Her parents lived a really steep driveway, and it kind of had an overhang. And I had gone up for some reason. Her like, I want to say her dad made me park. Up in the driveway where I would usually park in the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. They live in a cul-de-sac. So I was dry. I was like leaving the house and I'm not a good driver at all. Mm, I believe that. And I was backing up. The car went off the driveway. And like I said, it was a, it was like a overhang. Yeah, sure. The fucking full thing went off the driveway into this like hill. In a ditch? Into a hill. And it slid into the neighbor's yard. And with you in the car. Yeah. And I drove out of that neighbor's <laughs> yard down the neighbor's driveway and went out. It actually ended up being fine. The car was unscathed, like nothing was nothing happened, but it was so scary for two seconds. <laughs> and that's what that's what more manner reminds me of. Yeah. You get flashbacks of your Harry Potter girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Madison. She's out there somewhere. Wow, sh- this is truly a shout out to your ex. <laughs> But yeah, it's something I never think about because it literally was like a moment where it could have been disastrous mm-hmm. if I would have hit any of the trees that were in the way. But like your Patronus was looking after you. Yeah. And I just like literally slid and then I was able to just drive right out. Sure. 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 Yeah. Sure. Georgia. Georgia has a lot of hills and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. driveways on hills. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a lot yeah. of chills. Mike. Michael. Yeah. Michael <laughs> and Cynthia Billing. Uh, I mean, so she gets there, 
It's a, it's definitely a very light dragging because I think Cynthia kind of views <clears throat> Kenya as the new Nini in terms of right. like we must not go too far with her. Yeah, I wouldn't even like put the word dragging there. It's like more of like a you're being almost playful, but you're actually completely serious mm, type mm, thing. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't like ruffle any feathers, I don't think. Yeah. And that fucking baby is the cutest baby I've ever seen. I do love. Named after the place we're in. That ba- Brooklyn, yeah. The graveyard. Yeah. What if it was <laughs> named the graveyard? No, I, I love both of their babies. Yeah, PJ. I feel like I was originally a PJ stan, but I'm <clears> like, <throat> but Brooklyn has grown on me. We got some moments with PJ and yeah. Diane. Yeah. Love Ms. Diane. Mm-hmm. Okay. I cannot wait. I wonder if they're actually going to show Miss Diane on the Greece trip. Oh, yeah, because she's babysitting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Can't wait for that. That would be a first, right? A um, mom going on the trips. Also, Miss Diane is the contemporary of Ramona Singer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm the one who brought that to your attention. I know, but like, we need to like scream far and loud. Yeah. Like, give... What are we giving Miss Diane? Like a, a key to the All-Stars house as to hang out with Ramona? Or she could be like the Julie Chen of the All-Stars house. I don't know if she's like a host. I think she's a host. Okay. Let's do like a demo reel. Let's see if we got <laughs> what it takes. Let's get to... I want to like elongate the name of this brunch to like the the never forget red, white, and blue... Gays and girls. Oh my god. Seafood. Animal print. <laughs> Animal print. Lying brunch. on me. Stop. Lying on each other. Why are you lying? <laughs> we gotta be proud in the pride brunch. In which one Ms. Tanya and one Ms. Candy show up on time. And? Well, well, first of all, we have to talk about Eva, Eva and Cynthia. Oh yeah, they showed up. First. Being the first to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And then Eva starts having contractions. Like, on the route. I know. To the brunch. She starts having contractions. When they get to the place, the producers are telling her not to get out of the car because I guess they have to film, like, certain oh, scenes. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, no, I have to go to the bathroom. And then, like, she's sitting on, like, a bucket in the corner of this restaurant when Cynthia then finds her. Like, what are we doing here? And then... We're eight months deep. Then it's Chaos and Candy shows up next. Which is actually really good because she and... Eva share Dr. Jackie Jackie. from Married to Madison. Yeah. Oh my... I just said Married to Madison, which is the (laughs) ex-girlfriend's name. What it could have been. Uh, Jackie from Married to Madison (laughs) is telling her you got to get to the hospital. So then... (laughs) I felt really bad for Tanya... Tanya showed up. So Tanya showed up in the midst of it. And like she thought this was a joyous occasion. <laughs> and she was she was smiling. <laughs> She's like, oh, the baby's here. And everyone's like, we're, we're too early. <laughs> I was actually, you know, I was really stressed out when Eva was crouched down and they were taking oh, off her sweatshirt or whatever. By the but stairs. She was on top of like this huge thing of stairs. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? It was like that shot was very rem- reminiscent of like the Phaedra pickle like sucking on a pip- 
pickle at the top of it's a flight the, of stairs. The same stairs. <laughs> it's the very same stairs where Phaedra sucked on a pickle. It's like a friend of the housewives that comes back after many years. Yeah. So they skedaddle, leaving Candy and Tanya, the cheese, standing alone. And like, on Atl- Atlanta's famous for the timestamps of when people show up. But this was ridiculous. I mean, this is like venturing into two different, like, this is venturing from lunch into dinner. It really was. Two and a half hours. It was like two hours until Kenya showed up. And then 30 minutes, she left real quick. Well, she's there for seven minutes. I did love like the seven minute timestamps. Well, because she's there with one person that she is okay with. And one person she hates. I know. Like, if that had been Portia and Candy, like, she might have stayed. She'd be fine. And then, when Nini finally does show up, she shows up, she walks up to the table, and, like, <laughs> Candy and Tanya are like, okay, like, we're the only people here. And then and Nini's then like, Nini, nope. like, pulls a curtain. <laughs> and, like, these women in waiting. <laughs> it was like Taylor Swift said, please welcome to the stage. And, like... There's... A good six women. Minimum. Yeah, minimum. One Monique, which we know... Monique with a Y. Monique with a Y. Yeah. Which we know from Nini getting remarried. Right. The spinoff series. Yeah. But we don't spend any, like, substantial time with any of them during that, really. But the thing is, like, they're all seated around all of them. And they have to move as new people arrive. <laughs> like, make way for the cast. Because eventually, Portia arrives and Shamia Well, Marlo, I think, Marlo arrives. arrived first. But even Marlo's, like, I feel like an hour after Nini shows up. Well, the thing about Nini, Nini was, like, trying to be mad at Portia for showing up after her. But it was like, Nini, you showed up literally two and a half <laughs> hours late to this thing. Could you imagine? I went to brunch on, um... Sunday? Yeah. I couldn't imagine sitting there for two hours after I'd mm. arrived, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially if we're holding off food. Right. And, like, even drinks, because, like, Candy doesn't drink, so, like, Tanya, I think, had a drink, but, like, if you're the only one, like, having yeah. one drink, you don't want to be the only one, like... Drinking for two hours. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, much like Nini's life coach slash paid friend, this definitely felt mm. like... We got another flashback of, and she was, again, had a cocktail in her hands. With the paid friend. Like, a a fresh scene. Yeah. But this whole studio audience looked like, if they were not paid, at least got the studio audience goodie bag. Right. For showing up and, like, just, like, nodding every time Nene's speaking and then, like, shaking their head. They got a bottle of Apple to Eve, like you get when you go see The View. (laughs) Or Meredith Vieira. We got a little skincare. Which I still, like, have in a... I, I might have thrown it out during the move. Oh, wow. Yeah. How could you do that to Meredith? Question mark. Well, because sh- if the show is retired, so is the skin care. Hello, eBay. Yeah. Collector's item. So, I mean, Porsche eventually shows up. And then we're kind of just making fun of the <laughs> the fake sisterhood. Right. But both um, Kenya and Nini showed up not wearing... Mm print like animal print on their person they only had it on their purse yeah yeah i think kenya and white nini and black yes yeah love it yeah 
I mean, I I, I want to get on vacation. Your wedding should be animal print themed. Mm, no, nah, I'm going to go with no theme. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's move it right along to Vanderpump Rules. Okay. An episode that after last week's preview, we were kind of hyped for. And it delivered in a lot of ways, I feel like. Yeah. It's nice when we have um, like a controversial episode like this to have like a voice of reason versus like all of them behaving badly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we had two voices of reason. Yeah. It was great to see Tom Sandoval bounce back. <clears throat> and I mean, Ariana like never needs to really bounce back in my heart. Well, first, like, bisexual queen opening up <gasps> to her bi-sister. Bi bi-sister Dana. That was, like, the one thing I knew about Dana before she started, because oh. I had stalked her on Instagram. I was following Dana long before the previews even yeah. came out. Because, yeah. like, once it gets to Pride, you can figure out, like, who's mm. in the mix. Who's here, and I yeah. knew she was a bisexual queen. Yeah, because I think she even talked about in this episode posting on Instagram. Right. Announcing it. Yeah. Right. And she talked about it with uh, what's his name, the racist fuck, who she became steady with. Yeah, the the she and the racist fuck become steady, and then pull like a Tamara Eddie. Oh yeah, and, and do Cli it. Climb into bed. I think sometimes, like when you're I think new, you, when you're new, you have to. Mm, that that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be cut to you on Bethany's show. Oh my god! Fucking on screen. <laughs> I mean, it is HBO Max. Anything goes. <laughs> That's what someone said about um, show, show, uh, Drag Race on Showtime. Yeah. Is it going to be... India Farrah's just going to show her tits. Oh my god. <laughs> Haven't we seen India Farrah's yeah, nudes? She loves, she loves... Oh, oh, her nudes. Oh, I don't... That, that I'm not... Or am I just for... thinking... I think I'm just thinking of like... In general. Just like photos of um, her shirtless. Mm -hmm. Like as a boy. Okay. Oh, that's also a spoiler. We're not supposed to know that. Yeah, but like, we all know that India Ferris sounds is upon us. I know. Can't wait. Back to Vanderbump Rules, though. Okay. Um, we have a bridal party to... No, a bridal shower <clears throat> to decorate and prepare. And now this is where... I want you guys to like pay special close attention to this. Everyone is dragging Brittany and Jax. Yeah. Including, we get scenes with like, Lala, definitely. Lala, Stassi. I think Katie might be too distracted since it's her own home. We got Lisa in the car with Ken. Mm-hmm. And, and Basically, I think we should... If the story is, if people just randomly don't watch it, because sometimes people oh, listen yeah. to things they don't watch. Um, what happened was, it came out that Brittany and Jax, the pastor they were going to use to officiate their wedding has a long history of like posting anti-LGBT stuff, anti-trans stuff, like just stuff across the board, stuff that's like really inexcusable. And they were actually, Brittany was asked about it in January of last year on Watch Weapons Live when Watch Weapons Live did a special um, Vanderpump, Rules, Vanderpump Girls. Rules Girls thing in LA. And she tried to explain it away. This was long before she decided to fire him. She tried to explain it away. And they did, they showed on this episode, they zoomed into Ariana's face. Guys, and I admit, I, we talked about we this. No, because, no, okay. I was going to say this. If you are a Come Through Queen listener, you know this story from us reporting in the news. Right. So this is like one of those like full circle moments where like we report in the news and we get to see it play out. And then we talked about 
her defending and watch what happens live. And if you keep an eye on Ariana, mm-hmm. she's the only one not like being like, yeah, it's fine. Like doing cartwheels. Of she like, almost, she rolls her eyes yeah. pretty much. And I think and they that's zoom like, in on it. I feel like that's when I like started to stand Ariana because mm. for years I've been like, eh. no, I've been a stand. I've been like, nah, I roll back the tapes. Not always. Me? Yeah, not yeah, not you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> roll back that beautiful bean footage of me. The thing is, I haven't like I don't know where the tapes know, are. You've never even listened to an episode <laughs> of the show, so what do you know? I've listened to mm. one. Okay. Uh, so we're preparing. Everyone's dragging them, and then Brittany. Sh- no, the princesses show up first, and we gotta go hide the princesses. Well, it was kind of a weird time. It was kind of weirdly edited because, like, they were decorating all in their like house clothes, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we're like smash cut to in full drag. Yeah, in full drag. Yeah. So the princesses arrive. And they can't say Disney, so they just keep on saying the princesses. I mean, there's definitely an Ariel present. There's all of them. There's the... I'm trying to remember like who else we had in pre- like present. Tiana. Tiana from the, the frog. There's a Cinderella, isn't there? Yeah, but they're just the princesses. They're just the princesses. This... I mean, like, I get... Okay, here is something I've noticed from the season. There's like a different pep in LVP's step. Because this is her first season where this is her only show. Right. So she is ready to show up to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll open an, she'll go to an opening of an envelope. She goes to Valley Village. She goes to Valley Village in her little pink Chanel suit. Mm-hmm. And they, and of course, like everyone's like, she's the queen. This reminded me of when she used to show up to Kyle's old, old house, mm-hmm. like Kyle's first house. Yeah. It's like very like. <laughs> Rolling in the deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the deep valley. <laughs> so, of course, no one's like saying anything to Brittany. Brittany's face. Mm-hmm. That mother's there. Uh. Her mother. Yeah. <laughs> I meant like that mother because she's like, eh. Yeah. We don't love, what's her name? Lori? Uh, Nameless. Uh, sure. Uh, Anita gonna... Bryant? <laughs> oh my God. Our generation's Anita Bryant. Um, and like, that's pretty much that. Do is Does Kristen have a confrontation with, with Katie at this event or is that later? they kind of like have a I think like sit down she moment. tries to and then it just doesn't happen she's I want to say she says something she walks up to Katie like who's like sitting in the back or something and she's like are you doing what I'm doing and like just trying to like make everything okay as we like get through this yeah and Katie's like kind of like yeah it was like kind of a non-event I mm-hmm. think okay <clears throat> so then we go over to Peter's birthday, which Peter's... James is not invited to, but Raquel is. Raquel is. Well, first can, we, scene. first can we talk about James and Raquel in their apartment? James comes across as the most abusive asshole during that scene. Emotionally and mentally abusive. Like, when he's talking, when he's yelling at her for missing her shift at Sir... When he was the one yelling at her, saying, I can't believe you're not going to come to my, like, gig or whatever. Yeah. That is 
psycho. It's so bad. And then when he goes on to like, when she goes on to say that she's invited to Peter's thing and like he's claiming, oh, well, you should go do what you want to do, but he doesn't mean it. It was, I don't know. I thought it was so no, well, he No, he was like, you want to go, but you're saying you don't want to go because I don't want you to go. Yeah. But you need to say that you don't want to go and then I'm going to tell you you don't, that you can go, but I want you to then say, no, I don't want to go. And I think, like, a lot of people have missed James's presence on the show, but to me, this... And, like, we among them, I think last yeah. week, we were like, oh, it's, like, so nice that he's back, yada, yada, yada. But, like, this to me was, like, I, this is bad. Well, I would love for him to be back and, like, for Raquel to not be with him. Yeah. For him to just be, like, floating in the wind. Or Raquel just floating? Well, they could both be floating independently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Peter's birthday. Okay, so first very sad thing is that Peter shows up alone and is the first person at his mm. party. I just don't think... Mm. You have to have a buffer, right? You have to have like one or two friends who shows up to be there with you when you arrive, right? Yeah. Well, especially if it's this is on camera. I mean, in general. No, and Because when that first person, when the first person who's not part of that arrives, it's just like, you two? Like, ugh. And if it's not, like, someone you're super close with, then it's, like, an awkward moment. Am I wrong? No, no, you're right, you're right, you're Like, right. for my birthday this year, for example, I had Trang, Tim, and Jamie. An army. I had three people, that's a solid number, four of us is a solid number, to start the party. Sure, sure, sure. And then, like, the closer people arrive, like, earlier, and, like, it's fine. And then the lights go out, and then you're stuck there for hours, and then, like, yeah, great. And then who knows? And then who knows? Yeah, very sad. But we got we got beer pong. We got I love activities. Cage, baseball. That kind of activity scares me. I do have to say, like Ariana cheering on duty. That was beautiful, was hilarious. I want to buy your baseball card. <laughs> yada yada. You're yada. the best baseball player who ever lived. I also loved um, Dana showing up, and she was like, "I did anyone else think this was going to be bowling?" <laughs> Your dream. You only I love love to be bowling. bowling. Yeah. And I'm good at it. My mom told me that we have we have bowling in our bowling blood. Arms. We have bowling in our blood as yeah. a family. Yeah, you do. For sure. Um although a miss up for duty is like her blind spot for Brittany. Oh, of course. She always has to have a misstep, Miss Duty. That's why we love her. But um but that was actually almost everyone's misstep this episode. Because earlier in the episode, everyone's saying, like, how fucked up it is. And Ariana said, hit it right on the head when she said, everyone in this group has feels like they have to protect Brittany or yada, yada, yada. Well, I mean, her point was, like, they're getting married this summer, so no one can say anything. About anything, they can do no wrong. Bitch, you're getting, mar- you're getting married in two months, and you can do wrong. And I know that about you. Gladly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, and that was everything. And I forget how like the point came up. It was probably Tom Sandoval who brought up the point during that party, right? About what point? Like about the pastor and like I've been here. I've been being tagged in all these things. Oh yeah and, yeah. and he's like, I don't even look at social media. Right. And the thing about the birthday party is, by the birthday party, had they already switched to Lance Bass? 
Yes, because because they're screaming back. We have a new pastor. Right. They don't know the word officiant. <laughs> we have a new pastor, Pastor Lance Pass. <laughs> love that. I know. I I love them saying we have a new pastor. <laughs> <laughs> they're so stupid. I know. So I mean, like. The thing is, they went along with this guy long after they knew that he was fucked up. And I think the thing is about Brittany, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well, I mean, I love the montage of, like, showing her back in Kentucky. And it's like, oh, like, you got that. And then you have her living this, like, fun life in L.A. And at some point you have to, like, think about it. Yeah. Oh, remember that spinoff they got? Yeah. That's where most of the flashbacks were from. Oh my God. I did a really good tweet back when <laughs> Trump was elected or like back, like right at the beginning of it. Oh wow. It was like. Put you on the Supreme Court. Please. Something, something about like, <laughs> it's gonna, I can't explain it. Come on. But it was like 2016 versus 2017. And like the left side was a photo of regular random Trump rules and the right side was like Kentucky rules, rules. Kentucky. Yeah, it was yeah. stupid. Wow. I remember. I th- I think fondly about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're like two retweets on the screen. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to see how many it got. Wow. I wonder if I can find it actually. Hmm. Okay. I think that's it for Banner Pump. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Next week something crazy is happening, but I forget what it is. Mm. I guess you just have to tune in. We'll have to tune in. <laughs> Should we go over to Orange? Oh my god. Like, my head is still spinning from... Like, this wasn't even the finale. I know. Next week is. Yeah. But we're in the Jersey Shore, bitch. Love it. I'd never want to leave. Speaking of Jersey Shore, just one quick sec. I found today that Snooki... Snooki has a YouTube channel, which I don't think is And surprising. a podcast. Yeah, but the YouTube channel, she does sometimes does cooking videos, and I watched her and her gay friend make a Doritos taco salad. Are you going to like follow in her foots? Should I do a cooking channel? Oh, I mean like the Dorito taco salad. No, it looked disgusting. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. even a bridge too far for me. I know. I, I mean, I wasn't sure as the Guy Fieri. I mean, he. I don't like his food. He profiles just like his spirit, people. His spirit. He profiles people across the country making all sorts of different cuisines. Sure, 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 sure. God. Okay, can we go down the shore, please? We're down the shore. At Dolores's rented house. I love Dolores' Much like rented Sonya's house. rented house. <laughs> Isn't that funny that like Sonya will get a drag for that? But like we're just proudly renting this house. Well, because in it's like in New York when they go to Ham- the Hamptons, it was yeah. like multiples, like three of them had houses yeah. there. Yeah, it's like a stat. It's a status status symbol. Yeah, the pecking order, bitch. Yeah. So we're down at the house. We we're we are at. The the steakhouse, picking up from the steakhouse where Margaret and no, we're picking up the morning after the steakhouse mm-hmm. where Margaret talked about Jennifer not working. Right. So I like this pretty much continues throughout the entire episode. Neither Margaret nor Jennifer are right. But I don't, like, hate either of them. Yeah, they're both compelling. Yeah. It's, like, easy breezy enough. Mm-hmm. You know? So we're gonna, like, all split off. The one thing I don't love is, like, I'm so glad I'm not mini-golfing. I'm so glad... It's like, okay, 
we got the point. Like they're mm-hmm. really like trying to like drive home like this is this team, this is that team. Which would you choose, mini golfing or parasailing? As an activity? Yeah. The parasailing. Yeah, obviously. Like, I mean, like I'm I mini golf like all the time, baby. You do? Well, it's like a it is a Jersey Shore activity. Right, but also like mini golfing like you're in like the like a, a hot thing like it's just like no because you go at nighttime well it, this was the this middle was of the daytime. day yeah yeah and this was i would have to say as a jersey shore mini golf connoisseur like a very sad mini golf well you need the windmills and you need the like you need something king kong grabbing the ball or whatever <laughs> happens at mini golf yeah they this had much not much of anything so they were creating like a boob <clears throat> Uh, right, and on thing. a boat, on a boat, you get to like have a white claw. You get to like relax. You get to like whatever. And speaking of being on a boat and having a white claw, the men, the men, <laughs> really abusing Bill Aiden. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really sick. But they were having the time of their life. They are such like a mishmash of men. Like in my brain, I do see like a Joey Gorga and. Uh, Frank Catania mm-hmm. hanging out. I think an Evan Goldschneider is like a little too good for this, but like he can hang. Right. Was it earlier in the episode when we were all at the beach and then like everyone paired oh, off? Oh, Jenks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was Evan and Bill decided to pair off. And then at one point, and I'm going to put this out there, Teresa ran into them. Yeah. And... Teresa was a little flirty with Evan. It felt like, mm. or she liked what she she liked what she saw. I wonder, like I I wonder if that made her respect. Definitely did. Uh, Jackie, Jackie more. And I think the turning point was in the Hamptons when. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When Jackie was like, "Oh well, Evan um, has a lot of friends," and Teresa was like, "Oh, Evan's a good-looking guy." Mm-mm. Wow. I would love to see where we land next season. I would love to see inside of Teresa's brain. <laughs> the hollow shell. <laughs> no, there. Though, as we have said in the past few episodes, the light is slowly turning on. Beauty, class, intelligence. But where we land with the Danielle Zia sit down. Did you I, watch what happens live last night? No. So, so okay. No, I, no, no. I did. Debate. I know. I know. You did. You had a lot to do. They show footage from the boutique. Wasn't that in the episode? No, it wasn't in the episode. Are we sure? I'm pretty sure because I remember watching Watch Rams Live and being shocked at seeing the her actually saying "do it." Or was it in the preview? Me- might have been in the preview. No, the preview was Teresa flipping out. Remember, like, they're all in the backyard with, like, the fence. And she, like... Right, but, like, like, like the first part of the preview or something? Because I definitely saw her going, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You might have saw, like... Because there was a subtitle of her saying, do it over and over and over again. Yeah. Seeing that, it felt like the sixth sense when you know um, Bruce Willis is dead. Oh, yeah. I never really figured that out. It's Even like, when watching the movie, I don't think I ever figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing the scene in like a whole new light. Yeah. 
Like you, you need to go back and watch. So somebody, I'm not going to say who, because I don't want to out them, told me yeah. about this. Okay. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It wasn't like anyone associated with the show. No, yeah, no, no, no one's going to, you're fine. Okay, first HBO is going to come after me. Now, bravo. <laughs> no, somebody told me that this was happening mm-hmm. um, a couple weeks ago. So maybe you were just mentally prepared for it. Well, no, but I also, I like, I, I know that I saw the scene because it did say, do it, do it, do it, yeah, do it, do it, yeah. do it, do it, over and over again. Like, we don't deserve the season of Jersey. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet, like, this is the best Jersey season since. And I was like, this might be the, the best bats. one. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't have, like, the early, like. Yeah, but, like, we're, we're like, uh, how does Shallow go, like. Aren't you tired of this modern world? Like we're in the modern world. I think I think this is the right time to say it's a cultural reset. This is a cultural reset. Yeah. Yeah. This season. Like there's no more looking back. We're only looking forward. Except when we want Caroline to come back. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> true. 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 Uh, can't wait for next week. Can't wait for the backyard party at the rental. I love a backyard party. We should, Oh, I can't wait for your backyard to open. I know. Uh, I can't I, wait for your first backyard party. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, what's the What's Memorial Day? That That day we're I'm, we're coming over. Okay, we'll do Memorial Day. No, the moment it gets like warm a little bit. Well, the day after the wedding. Perfect. Well, we We will hopefully not be here. Okay, house sitter, bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Speaking of. Warm weather. Summer should be fun. Outdoor parties. Summer being fun. <clears throat> Summer House, the greatest show on the, TV. The best storyline right now is um, what's her name as swim fan. In my brain, it's like Jules, Jules as, as swim fan. Paige DeSorbo's tethered from the movie Us. Okay. Two different references but from two different generations, but I think everyone will get it. Or like a single white female. Yeah. Wow. But it's like so subtle. And I want them to start playing like horror music when it happens. I know. Where is Jules these days? <laughs> I mean, like, she's not somebody who I like have started following on social. Who I, from Summer House do you follow on social? That's a good question. I was. I. Here's the thing like, with some of these shows, when it's on, you'll follow. I'll follow. And then I'll like, when we're done, that's like, I gotta take a break. And I was following Paige Sorbo for a while, but then I had to take a break. But this like segues perfectly to segues. Segways? No, no. I think that like that's also a word. I could be wrong. Okay. I just want to say I'm following Lindsay Hubbard, and that's the only one. Oh wow! You you are a proud hubcap. And I followed her between seasons. Yeah. So I love when we do the back in the city montage, and it's like. Lindsay's like, we need to brainstorm, like, how we're going to get the word out for this brand. And then, like, Paige's work is... The stroller brand. I'm wearing um, this skirt from Zara, this top from H&M, and that's my outfit of the day. Out, de- outfit, outfit deets of the day. Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> Love <laughs> like, that. You're going to start doing that. I know you are. Unfortunately, like, my outfit of the day is probably the same... From one Monday to the next. It's interesting you changed into jeans when you got home and not like a sweatpants. Um, because you're still in business mode. <laughs> now that we're now that we have a Patreon. Now that we're making pennies on the dollar. <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah. So like right now I'm in my summer house business mode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. uh, so, I mean, we picked up last week while the parents were still away. I don't really care that much. But when we, when we're back in the city, we have the worst, the worst first date ever. I love the worst first date ever. These are two mentally ill people. <clears throat> did, um, did Lindsay pre-drink before this date? Because like she once they started arguing during this date, she I know they had been doing literal shots, yeah. But she seemed slurry in a way that he wasn't. They both were so slurry. I know, but she seemed slurrier for some reason. So okay, so the they're going on their long way. Carl and Lindsay are going their long waited first date for camera. Lindsay calls her mom beforehand. Like no, who was it? Her aunt. Oh yeah, I forgot. <gasps> she doesn't speak to her mom. I forgot. Oops. I know in our Instagram hub, hubcaps fan <laughs> fan group, I was trying to remember like she's the one who doesn't speak to her mom. Yeah. So like that's her childhood trauma. So I feel like she has a childhood trauma. So she gets annoyed when others when Carl is trying to bring up a trauma. Right. Especially with his being like, my parents got divorced like a year while ago. I'm in my late 30s yeah like like my parents come on my parents got divorced when i was like five my dad died a month before i went to college talk about childhood trauma i don't (laughs) chastise others wow um i will say this date was psychotic the like the idea of the date he set up a nice dinner on her roof which like seemed nice but then her idea for the date was to bring a bunch of fireball nips (laughs) And so, like, play a game where they talk about things about themselves that they don't usually talk about. So here's why I don't understand. Like, were the fireball nips just, like, in a closet in the house? Because they were... It looked like she was ready to go out on the town. I think she was going to do it. (laughs) No matter where they ended up. Yeah. Um, And, like, talk about... And then they, like, suddenly started fighting. But then I did, like... They made up really quick. She had to go take a walk around the roof. That's like five minutes. How big is a roof? The fact that she needs to go and <laughs> take a walk to cool down during a first date. I will say, I think they are made for each other, and I would like to see them together. I feel like there's mixed messaging as to where we stand present day. I'm pretty sure she's in a relationship with someone else. Yeah, which I don't love. Which I don't love. Though, like, I love her Instagram. Mm. Okay, let's move on to some other people. <clears throat> I don't care a ton about the Hannah Luke stuff. I Hannah Luke Armand. I don't either, except like their conversation in the hot tub was so weird. When he was like trying to say, he was like basically like, bring your boyfriend. No, like he was like on a, on a scale from one to ten. How much are you into him? And she was like eight, but then she was like seven. And it's just like, ugh. I mean, here's the thing. The way she's speaking about this poor man that she is somewhat dating. Mm -hmm. You cannot speak of that. Like as if like I'm on the fence and then I'm going to decide if I want to be with him. And then. Continue. Then decide to be with him. Right. Exactly. While this is all on film. I know. But Summer House doesn't have that great Yeah, rating, I guess so. Summer should be fun. Um, and then, okay, our mom and dad. Mom and dad are back. Them driving in and, like, 
Kyle's like, I or once once they arrive and Kyle's like, I don't know where I should keep the Lover Boy because I don't want people to drink it. And she's like, <laughs> Keep it in the car. Keep it in the car. <laughs> He's like, Well, I don't want it to like be in the sun. <laughs> And she's so dismissive, and he's, like, trying to just, like, problem-solve something that she doesn't care about. I love it. I wonder if she thought, like, you know, her meant even stronger if it's in the car. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, We're on the heels of them coming back from the wedding. If you don't find Loverboy this weekend, I will kill you. I'm gonna, like, jump off a bridge if I don't find Loverboy. And I've had it, so. I know, like, I need it right now. And once you find it, you have to buy a bunch. I think much like the summer house, the area behind our couch will just be floor to ceiling. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but the the conversations we're having with the two of them. I know. And then like the conversations that Kyle's having with Carl about like, them not having sex in the hotel room. It's like, ooh. Yeah. It is a marriage story. It, this... I didn't see a marriage story, but... But you know this, this is a marriage story. This is story. a marriage story. Um, Paige went and cried randomly during the party. <laughs> okay. Let's dip our toe into Paige. Paige crying during the party because she is torn between her present and the future she wants. It's like, I don't want this good reality star to be ruined by having a future. Yeah. Like, really? That's the problem with Summer House is that it all... First of all, there's no problem with Summer House. Right. But, like, it doesn't disrupt their lives enough Mm. because of the way it's filmed. It's filmed during the summer and mostly on the weekends during the summer. It's like maybe seven weeks. So they, like, truly don't become the kind of monsters that the others become mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like the fact that like Paige DeSorbo like wants to go marry this like no Paige yeah you're, we, not... you're so young we've got at least like five good seasons with you yeah we have five good summers yeah literally <laughs> uh Jules and her going to the salon and Jules copying I love this is such a good 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 storyline it's like Truly for, like, true lovers of Bravo. It's yeah. like, it's not like something they're going to show. It's not like Teresa flipping the table. Right. It's like something, it's for some, it's something for someone with a keen eye. Exactly. You know? 1,000%. Wow. Yeah. Toot your own horn. Um, <laughs> and then the last thing I just wanted to mention about Summer House is Danielle needs to calm the fuck down. Like, your friends are together. They can kiss in front of you. And, like, you don't need to freak out every single time. I do love the look of friend of summer on Danielle. I know. It's much like when when Luann had to, like, fight for her life. Mm-hmm. Like, Danielle is fighting for her life right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, for OC, we talked about, like, when did Vicky know? Right. Danielle knows because she's sleeping on the fucking couch I know. in front of the love, the mountain of lover boy. Can we talk about how they all go and like dance in the living room at night because I think they just want to be on camera on those certain cams? Well, also they're doing that because they can't even film them out on the town having fun. 
I know. We always have like a split second of iPhone footage. But like if you're in a summer house like that, like you mostly just want to like be in the house, right? I don't know. I think the single ones probably don't. But who's even single anymore? Is there anyone single? No. Right. Daniel. Oh, yeah. Friend of. Friend of summer. (sighs) And hopefully we get to the bottom of what's in the Amazon packages soon. Oh, yeah. We, not to tease anything, but we're working on a special guest who is a returning guest who wants to specifically talk about that. Yeah. So if you have theories, let us know. Why so many Amazon packages? What? But what? what is in the packages? What if Jeff Bezos is a producer he's a friend of summer (laughs) him and his bald ass head show up (laughs) okay brendan who is the freak of the week so the internet's been raving about this vicky gunvalson is our freak of the week and um we just wanted to read from oprahmag.com that our friend uh evan ross katz wrote um, and it's about Bronwyn and Vicky. So the Real Housewives of Orange County newcomer Bronwyn Windenburg and her husband Sean are fierce advocates of their seven children who were all featured during season 14 of the hit Bravo show. This week, Bronwyn had no choice but to come to her family's defense after a recent photo of hers drew some negative criticism. The Housewives star shared a photo of her and her husband in which he's seen wearing a suit jacket and pants with red high heels on his feet. Quote, supporting our kids, supporting our community, she wrote as the caption, which ex- Blaine's that they dressed up to attend Tantrums and Tierras, a drag competition and fundraiser for the San Diego LGBT Community Center. Allyship is about showing up for a community in need, and both Wyndham Burke and her husband proved just that while in attendance at this event, which she helped judge alongside um, Emily Simpson, her castmate. So soon after, former Orange County star Vicki Gunvalson decided to draw attention to what she saw as bizarre behavior in a now deleted Instagram story that read, does anyone else see what is on Sean's feet? Gumbelson had previously posted videos clarifying that she's not homophobic in reaction to similar events. Additionally, fans also took to the comment section of Windenberg's posts to question Sean's extreme approach to showing off his love for their child. Bronwyn eloquently zinged back in the comments, writing, now this is really great. <laughs> I guess I should... I could use my platform to sell teeth whitening trays, but fundraising for the center in San Diego, an organization that does 84,000 site visits a year is more my thing. I mean, she definitely took a page from the Emily Simpson school of social media. Yes. Her teeth whitening statement alluded to her housewives co-stars across all franchises who on Instagram often hawk products like teeth whiteners or teas that promise flat tummies, which leads us to Tuesday morning when Wyndham Burke decided to double down on her defense of her husband's footwear. Quote, so I woke up to a lot of questions from a lot of you asking... Why was my husband wearing heels? She began in a four-part video. We were supporting our son, who recently started showing an interest in drag, and we were on our way to a fundraiser for the LGBTQ Youth Center in San Diego, and it was Sean's way of supporting his son and all of the other kids that the Youth Center helps. But more importantly, it was a way to take something that so many people are uncomfortable with and try to normalize it. So we encourage you to go run and not walk to the Oprah Mag uh, article that Evan wrote uh, Bronwyn actually gave a comment to Evan about this whole situation. Obviously, our freak is not Bronwyn. It's Vicky for inserting herself in 
something like, that's not about her and something of yeah. that's just parents being supportive. And this isn't like Bronwyn and her husband aren't new to this. They also gave exclusive photos to Evan for the Oprah piece of them attending the National Equality March in October of 2009 in Washington, D.C., yeah. which I was at. <gasps> I spoke on a panel during it. Wow. So you, much like running into Mikhail Salahi, you could have run into Bronwyn Windenberg. Had I known. Yeah. So, Run, Don't Walk to the Oprah Mag article that Evan wrote. And, I mean, Bronwyn almost was the queen, but a star was truly born this week. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, the original tweet heard around the world uh, by at AntPats2 (laughs) wrote, This guy challenged strangers to finish the lyrics, and this woman passing by... Started belting out shallow like she was performing at the Oscars, literally flor- flawless, crying tears emoji. Uh, and then page six r- wrote up this whole situation beautifully. Opening up with, she lived up to the lyric, I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in. Jeez. An online star was born after, after a talented trap hanger belted out a perfect rendition of Lady Gaga's shallow on the spur of the moment. A video of her stunning performance took Twitter by storm, racking up 23 million viral video views on Twitter since Tuesday. The 40-second Instagram clip features British web personality Kevin Freshwater challenging random subway commuters to quote-unquote finish the lyrics of the Oscar-winning song from the movie A Star Is Born. After several people dropped the vocal ball, Freshwater approaches one underground talent who knocks her shallow verse out of the park. He prompts her with the lyric, Tell me something, girl. Oh my god, I famously can't sing this. Are you happy in this modern world? And the blonde-haired woman instantly sings back, Or do you need more? In perfect pitch, much unlike myself. He says, Wow, you're really good. Keep going. Prompting the crooner commuter to flawlessly belt out the chorus of Shallow in a performance worthy of Gaga herself. Suffice it to say that her performance struck a chord with social media users. One Twitter fan posted, Gaga needs to see this and we need to find this woman be- because we, how do you say that? We, she can sing. Sis I- had them pipes ready <laughs> on ready. <laughs> Sis had them pipes on ready. Gushed another. Sorry, I just really wanted to read that one. I know. <laughs> While Freshwater has posted numerous finished the lyrics posts to Facebook, it's safe to say that this rendition blows the rest out of the water. Aubrey previously gone viral on Instagram for her covers of other famous songs, including Judy Garland's Over the Rainbow, Sia's Chandelier, Prince's Purple Rain, and Celine Dion's Love is on the Way. Someone also pointed out to us that she bears a striking resemblance to Come Through Queen favorites, Realtor Anne. Oh, yeah. Uh, just give her like a nice little blonde dye job. And real Duran is blonde. I, I, she's more like of a strawberry, strawberry blonde, I would say. Okay. Right. I mean, you are of the ginger family, so like you should. People always <laughs> say that. <laughs> Do you not identify? No, I mean it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it, but it's like I don't see it as much as others do. Well, no, it's like your beard is. Of a ginger hue. Right, but I feel like some people will say my hair is, which is fine. No, no, yeah, no. I mean, like I stand proud. I know. With your brothers and sisters. Wow. Um, well, on that note, yeah. that's it for this week. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Make sure that you go to, one, our Patreon, and two, go to iTunes and write a review. Yeah. Uh, about the Patreon, some people were wondering, 
do I have to go and like download a Patreon app? Do I have to go to this website to listen to the bonus content all the time? Apparently, and I like was educated about this, you get a link, add it to your Apple iTunes app or whatever app you're using to. It's like an RSS feed. And it just like, like, boop, 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 goes right over there. Boop, boop, boop. Um, otherwise, go follow Dan on Twitter at IDKIDK. Go follow me at not Brendan. Go follow Come Through Queen at Come Through Queen. And then on Instagram, Come Through Queen Podcast. Oh, yeah, we've been bopping around there. And then go to our Facebook group, of course. <sighs> Email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And you better like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.